What's going on, guys? You are listening to the Next Up podcast. We are back up and running. Excited for this episode. Um, I had to take a little break because of fall camp. Uh, just busy with uh, everything with college and football. But I found time to squeeze in this podcast, so I hope you guys are excited. That's back up. And then let's go. We are live. We are back with the Next Up podcast. I am with Alex Kujawa and Tyler Baird. Boys, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having us, man. Yeah. Logan, I've been waiting a long time for the invite, man. Well, I was going to say, man, it's nice to finally launch the podcast out back again. You guys are officially the first really Carol students that we've had on the podcast since, since we while, came back to man. school. Yeah, it has. Is it the summer? It's been a while. Well, I mean, I wanted to. I wanted to keep on doing it during fall break, but <laughs> once I didn't realize how busy, like, you know how everything fall in our schedule, everything. like yeah. in fall camp for people who don't know and are listening, everything is literally scheduled for every single hour for every single day. We literally don't get a break for free time. So, it's crazy. Yeah. So when we did get our free time, like later on in fall camp, you just I, sleep. Yeah. And I didn't want to do, I didn't want to do a podcast, but yeah, lots of people no. have been asking for it. So here it is. We're back and running up again. So the first topic that we are going to talk about is Carroll football. Right now, we just to update uh, everyone, we're one and two. We just had a really, really tough loss against Elmhurst. We uh, we got the ball down to the one yard line and couldn't convert, and we lost by two. So. Boys, I just want to talk about what uh, the first questions I have is um, how's the season going so far? Season's been off to a good start, I think, um, for me, better than I would have ever thought, like coming in just based on last year. I didn't really know what to expect, wasn't really that big of a contributor, and people left, and I've been able to step in and because help you, out. you came in as a quarterback, and yeah. then how uh, early into camp did you get switched to a receiver? Uh, about 20 minutes. Really? It, it was hard knocks. I mean, I walked in, threw a couple balls. A couple of them were ducks. I mean, there was no <laughs> doubt about it. The writing was on the wall. I think we had like nine quarterbacks. Tyler Elmer, one of them as well. And, um, yeah, I went back to my room, and uh, Hunter Campbell was my roommate at the time. And I got a call, and he didn't. And I'm like, yeah, this is not good. Did that make you mad? At the time, it kind of did. Just didn't. because, like, all summer leading up to it, I was led to believe, like, this was going to be – so yeah. I didn't. I didn't train as you a receiver trained all, at all summer. I trained a, yeah. as a quarterback, and I came in, and then twenty minutes in, I got moved, and then like two days later, I ended up getting a stress fracture in my hip and missed the whole year. Yeah. So I was kind of bitter with that. But how honestly, did, how did, did you, you get, get hurt during camp? Yeah, it was two days in. Yeah, I was. The second I, was just gonna day, I made it one day. Give the first down taunt on the defense after a catch. Everybody <laughs> hated my guts. And then I got hurt, and then was on crutches and didn't play all year. I'm not gonna lie, when. Freshman year, and I saw him do that. I didn't like it, but now, now I you do it. I love it when you do it. I, I thought, love it. I thought that you were like a manager. I'm not gonna lie. Like the first week, just because like we were all freshmen, like, pretty, yeah, I didn't yeah. Know anyone in day and, like, one, your head spinning, like you're not paying you're not attention, paying attention, to who attention these guys to that are. shit. And like three days in, like you were already yeah, like, you don't know anyone. You yeah. had like your Carol zip up, and I was like, he's probably like a manager. Yeah, but, like you were always at the lunches and meetings and shit, and I was like, yeah. yeah. And the way you talk is just so professional. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, and 
so how did your how did your stress fracture happen was it like building up to it it was building up to it 100 percent. like in high school i always 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 had stress not stress fractures but hip injuries so i'd always you know it would just be like a hip flexor strain or pull and we'd kind of do the same rehab and it would keep happening and happening i think a lot of it too was i power lifted in high school oh yeah and deep down i think if i would go back and do it i wouldn't do it again really like it was it was fun and i was able to compete and have success but i don't think that kind of stress yeah you were small shit and i was too, small you that's a lot of weight i mean i realistically weighed like 155 pounds what were you lifting like what was the most you did at that weight and the most i did i did a 500 deadlift Jeez. with a squat suit so 500 deadlift 460 squat with suit and wraps which helped more than you'd ever you did believe. A 460 squat? Yeah, but I'm At, telling you, the, the knee wraps in the, the squat suit give you so much weight. Like, it's not even funny. Like, I've always been you. curious yes. about that. Yeah, like, I never... I, what does I, it do? Dude, it, it slingshots you out of the hole. So once you get to parallel, oh, I'm telling you... straight as soon as you're... Yeah, it is so... But it's the most painful thing ever because you cannot move whatsoever like my uh-huh. my dad would wrap my knees and it was just the worst pain and you walk out and you're just straight <laughs> up and down but it's crazy it helps more than you'd ever believe so like that i think that led to a lot of it and I, in high school i didn't really even do much until my senior year like i was always hurt and i was always just a little dude yeah so was, i want to get back to that but we're gonna kind of get off topic tyler what are your thoughts how, how's the season going so far um you know last game didn't go how we wanted it to go, obviously, but I think a lot of guys have stepped up. Like we have, we lost a ton of seniors, like a whole new defense, pretty much. So yeah, I think was a lot it of, like one, one guys, two guys stayed. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Nico, a couple D linemen, Adam, yeah, me, and those guys but, rotated in last year, right? And guys have stepped up, but you know we're we're getting into the the beef of our schedule for sure with the Wheatons and the North Centrals and the Wesleyans, so. Yeah, definitely be tests. See how it goes. I also wanted to ask you. Um, so freshman year, you, you really you you didn't travel the first couple games, right? I didn't travel the first game. Week two was a home game. That was the Augie game. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I was I was scout team for pretty much all of fall camp, and I did not travel week one. And then you got noticed, like, because it was our bye week too. So Augie was really week three, bye week was like week two. So within the bye week to like Augie, I did a little bit more. And then lacrosse, what, like week four? Yeah, lacrosse yeah. might have been week two. Week, yeah, week We had the early three. bye. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So week four. So, yeah, yeah that's that was the first game I traveled. I was on all the special teams for uh-huh. that. And then you got thrown into the fire against Wesley, and I did a good job. Yeah, I got thrown into it. And then that kind of what sparked everything, like having like coaches like get noticed, like yeah, this guy can actually ball with us. And that did that give you confidence after? Oh yeah, dude. Especially like just getting out there and like making your play and holding your own, like knowing that these guys aren't like they're not yeah these superhuman freaks. And and we're playing the dude who we play this week, that 6'5 receiver. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like, you know, you you see him again and it's like he's not something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I don't know about you guys, but, like, I need that, like, first tackle, that first, like, interception to get me going inside. Like, do you, do you agree? Oh, yeah. yeah. 100%. Like, even if it's, like, a gang tackle, I just need something to, like, get me going and, like, get the feel of the Just game. get the nerves out. Yeah. And get into it. Yeah, that's I like, always need it. It's so cliche, but it's real. Yeah. Do you it like is. getting the ball first or would you rather have the... I like the offense, getting the ball 
ball first because I, what me personally, because I like seeing the tempo. Like, yeah. I'm like, so, okay, so this is how it's going to be. I just want the defense to start one time this yeah. year. I think we're, we're three, yes. three on offense. So, like, I just want to see it once and just see what happens. But, yeah, I, I like setting the tone, too. But, Logan, just to flip scripts here, you've had a couple – You've had a, a tough fall camp in terms of injuries and yeah. and battling through that. So how I are mean, you feeling? Dude, it even happened last year too. Like last year with my shoulder and ankle. Like there's just something about fall camp that has not gone my way. Yeah. But I don't know, dude. Like it's helped that I've had really nice teammates, uh, including both of you two, to like uh, keep, keep me positive. Yeah. Because, dude, that is such a real thing with positive self-talk. Like, it if is. You talk, like, there's some guys on the team who just like talk to themselves negatively, and that shows on the field. You get beat before the play. Yes, I mean, dude, really it's real. Know. It oh, really it's is a real thing. Real. Like, but especially with injuries too. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I can attest to it with all the stuff that happened throughout high school and even early on in college. If you come in with a negative mindset and stuff, yeah. it it really screws. Like with it you, really honestly. comes down to is that you cannot change the past. I mean, look at this guy over here. I'm pointing at Tyler Elmer who just tore his ACL in the. Elmhurst game for our listeners, like this guy is waking up at what do you wait? What you what time did you wake up this morning at? Three. He's waking up at three a.m. because he can't fall asleep, but he's still getting out of bed, waking up and do trying to do everything he can uh, without using help because he wants to do it himself to prove to himself that he still can do it. He's been going to treatment yesterday. How many times did he go to treatment? Four. Four times, spending like eight hours in the training room. And that's like, you could take, there's two paths I think that you can take with every situation. You can take the positive thingy path and the negative. I mean, it's so true. It is. And and so it's just stuff like that. that It's just the control where you can control. Exactly. I tell you that all the time. I mean, what's in the past isn't going to change. You can't go back. And, exactly. And like there's in his not case, time not thing. plant or not exactly. do, I mean, you just got to move It's what you can do that. now. You know? Yeah, your life doesn't stop now. I mean, life keeps on moving, another man. Another day comes, and you just got to keep grinding away at it. Exactly. So, yeah. So <laughs> this week we got uh, Wesleyan. We're going down there. Um, pretty good football team. Um, but I don't know. We've always had success against these guys in the past. Like, like they're they're very fundamental on film. They just look they're fundamental. Like it's not it's the concepts aren't hard. At least from the or. From the defensive side, yeah. From our perspective, but they don't mess up, and I think yeah. that's the big thing about Carroll football too, is that we got like a ton of athletic guys, especially at the skill position. But I think what makes a good football team different from a great football team is that guys don't mess up. Yeah, just assignment sound, and you know that a lot of it again, it's cliche, but like those small details and mm-hmm. block punts and little stuff like that yep. just come back to bite you. Yeah, I mean, if if we don't, what do you think we beat Elmhurst if we have, play a perfect game? There's no doubt we were. I mean, at least by three, by three touchdowns. Yeah, I was I'm just saying. Say. I mean, two, three touchdowns for sure. Because like, if you if you if you put the defense in a great position, like uh, we were playing phenomenal, you were playing phenomenal right there, and uh, yeah. For uh, also for our listeners who don't know, Cooge, wait, are you leading the conference in touchdowns? Right. Yeah. By yeah. how many? I think by two. By two? Six and three games. Yeah, dude. Crazy. It's crazy. You put Carroll football player two-time already? <laughs> it's crazy, man. I, like I said, but a lot of it has just been, like Tyler said, but a lot it's, I think the coolest thing for all of us is just seeing all the kids in our grade step up yeah. and seeing all of us contribute in different yeah. ways and stuff. Like, like 
the past... it really isn't it is impossible without your teammates yes and this is kind of transitioning to the uh, next segment that i want to talk about like but first i, I just want to ask you guys could you imagine going to college and like i know this is gonna sound stupid for people who don't but like i'm gonna say do you know what it would be like to like come here and not play football i probably wouldn't be here yeah no i mean i i probably wouldn't I don't know what I, I would be bored as shit. Exactly. Like I'm I would like, really just school and lift and go out and yeah. that's that's it, dude. Yeah. Like, I don't know what the hell I would. I mean, even like second semester, people. Well, you're not in season second semester. Well, we still, we still do, lift yeah. every day. Mm-hmm. I mean, we spend spring ball. Spring ball. Spring ball thrown in. Might be might be tougher than like fall. Uh, I agree. Just getting up early. It's still. Yeah, getting with, up early and with school. And it's the end of the year. So, like, yeah, piling up. Yeah, yeah. The fi- I mean, you have to study and then you're up late one night and then you're up right again with, with I mean, practice and it's cold as shit. Last year, as a commuter, it was so frustrating for me because yeah, that's gotta suck. I would have to wake up, come to practice, and then I wouldn't have class till 12. And that's still for you guys, too. It's like, so it's I could be sleeping back. in. Yes, yeah. and then I could be sleeping in right now. But, like, what Coach K always says, it's about being a part of something bigger than yourself, you know? Yeah. There's just something, like, even if you don't play, there's just something about being on the sideline rooting for the guys who are out there. There's it just is. something about that's just bigger, you know? And it's just, like, I mean, if you're not playing, I mean, you're still creating these bonds and these – I mean, exactly. it's the brotherhood thing, really. Exactly. I'm not playing to go to the NFL. Yes. Or no. to it's not about individualism. I mean, we're not D1. We're not going because we got to, you know, pay off all this stuff. And we have to, yeah. I mean, you know, we're playing yeah. like we're creating bonds and brother. I mean, I met definitely my closest friends oh, here. Yeah, 100%. I, mean, I think like, too, Carroll's a good school where you can get involved in other things too. I was just going to And I up. really liked, I, I liked that aspect about a smaller school just with all the clubs and everything. But I think like Tyler said at the end of the day, like the reason why we came here in a lot of ways was because of our major, but also because of the opportunity to play football. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I never would have thought, like, I, I still remember the feeling when I got dropped off the first day of my freshman year. I was worried sick, yeah, and I didn't know any of my, day. I didn't know who I would get close with, but I don't know. It's crazy, too, because a lot of people always said you wouldn't be that close with your friends in high school, mm-hmm. and I've distanced myself a lot from a lot of my friends in high school. There's still some that I'm close with, but, like, the people that are going to, hopefully be standing up in my wedding one day are going to be my on the team it's going to be here. my guys on the team here that are who i'm closest to 100 percent um i i'm grateful that i went to a school where i didn't know anyone yeah you know and like i had no no friends from my high school yeah when here and uh going off of what you said and it's not just about football that you no. like you need to play a sport there's other things like that other people stay active with. I, I'm just saying, I could not imagine just being school. Just not being involved in something. In anything, you man. Know? Just be involved in something bigger than yourself. And um, the second thing I wanted to bring up was how you said, like, on the first day that you didn't know um, anyone. Yeah. Like, dude, like, I bounced around a lot from friend group to friend group. But oh, once you find that friend group, like, you know. that. Yeah, like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely do. Yeah, so... I mean, the first time I met you, I didn't like you. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> you want to tell him that story? Yeah, I pretty much... I walked into Logan's room, and it was uh, him and Brandon Hoggy. They were roommates, and we were playing 2K, and Logan's sitting up on his top bunk with his 
MacBook in his lap, the weekend and ASAP Rocky poster over his head, just ripping that huge box vape and blowing it out the window. And I, I just, what'd you ask me? We we were just talking, and I was like, I was like, yeah, man. So where are you from? And you're like the falls. (laughs) I was like, I'm from Illinois, bro. I don't know what the fuck the falls. falls. He's like, it's just giving me this look like I'm an idiot, like. Yeah, man, I I know the falls. We go way back, bro. And I had the fuck out of here. I, you know, I I begin the Snapchat memories of like er, like two years ago, dude. I had the earrings in, the the comb back. I mean, (laughs) Logan was the preppy anchor back, straight out of the frat handbook. You didn't like me either, did you? You thought I was weird. Which yeah, I thought for all the listeners, I am I'm out there. Thought you were a character at first. So did I, dude. But like, like you you wonder what other people thought of like. Like, obviously, I know, but you wonder, like, it always makes you wonder, like, what people think of you, you yeah. know? Like, strange, like, yeah. first impressions. I just, like, what yeah, obviously, talking, I suck at first impressions. I heard you just yeah. talking to all these people and the gentlemen, and I was just like, yeah. Like <laughs> I was always wondering, because he said that he almost went to Lakeland. Yeah. Could you, Could you even imagine me? And I, I made the right decision. You did make the I right mean, decision. I mean, if I was in that culture, it would be... Uh, Sheboygan. I don't think I'd be there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, like, also, I don't think... I, I don't think I'm the same person who I was, uh, like, freshman year. Oh, no way. Like, my personality yeah. has changed so much. And, like, I have friends who go to lacrosse, and they they have the exact same personalities and that they did in high school and when i go up there to see him i'm like damn like i i totally like i i've changed so much that i don't even like like i don't talk the way that they talk still like it's just changed you know yeah that's happened with a, definitely a couple of my buddies from back home i don't really i mean nick's here now yeah nick was my best friend during high school so that that really hasn't changed josh is up here too he's in our friend group but i mean yeah yeah. Okay, so next that I want transitioning into the next segment that I want to talk about was basically balancing like school and sports because it seems like today, for me personally, I didn't have class at all today, but there was still I had to lift for football. We had practice. You gotta watch film still, yep. and you gotta study for school. Like there's still so my day is still fully filled with everything that needs to get done, and that I didn't even have class today. So I want to ask you guys, like, what what have you guys done to like change your routine or like to like adapt to football and school? Like, what do you guys do to stay organized? Do you want to start? Do you want me to go? Uh, I think like a lot of it is like time management. Like if I'm just sitting on the couch, like not doing anything kind of just like snap back into it and like okay i should probably be doing something like not just wasting away time or i don't know just being responsible and managing your time wiser i guess yeah because you want to create that like free time for yeah. yourself yeah but exactly it's hard when there's so much stuff that not needs yeah. procrastinating as much like if you know you have an assignment due like in two or three days and you don't have anything going right now, you might as well start it. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like it's just that. How getting ahead you, of the curve. Yeah. It's how you prioritize things too. I think it's just the biggest thing. And a lot of it, I don't know. I feel like this year it's been harder after fall camp to get in the school groove yes. as opposed to years yes. past. I don't know what it is, but the motivation level has been down for me. <laughs> but like my whole life for anybody listening, like my dad's been a teacher and my mom, 
uh, has always held us accountable th- with things. So missing assignments and stuff's just never, it's never been allowed, I would uh-huh. say. So I've always held myself to the standard just to get stuff done. This year, obviously, I'm getting stuff done a little later and I probably should. But like you said, I mean, the days are jammed um, between that and, uh, you know, I want to get into sports business. So a lot of it, you got to network and you got to jump on phone calls and you got to get to know more people. So I haven't had that much free time throughout college. Like I feel like I've always tried to make my days productive and me, something that I do that's a little bit different than some people is like, I actually make a checklist of, I write down stuff like wake up, eight 30 yep. shower, yeah, I, brush teeth, like little, just stupid stuff mm-hmm, like that. Yeah. But I write it down. And so every day I, you know, see what I missed and, and what I didn't do. That's 100% true is writing stuff down. And I, I know it sounds cliche, but like Joe Rogan talks about that and everything he says, I love like, like listening into and like mm-hmm. getting like different perspectives about it. He said what changed his life was writing things down. If you write it down and you see I feel it, like, so like a productive, like a planner, yes. just seeing oh, it, yeah. like knowing that you have to do that. And like writing down point. your goals for your day or like goals for the week. Yeah. And writing those down because you always see it. Yeah. And you're like, oh yeah. And cause like you don't, you don't remember how you felt in that situation when you wanted to write that thing down. And when you see that you wrote that thing down, you're like, Oh yeah, I wanted to do that today. Cause like when time I forget about things that I wanted to do. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I wanted to come back to that you said that how fall ever since fall camp you've been uh yeah. do you think it's because you took on such a bigger role now with I football? Do. I seriously think so because I look back to it in freshman year when like I like I mentioned earlier, I got hurt. I was just the, the model student. Yeah. To toot my own horn. Like yeah, I was I was going to town study tables. You know, A's, A's, A's. I got off to a really good start in college, but I feel like as, you know, like freshman year after practice, I wasn't tired because I didn't yeah. practice. But yeah. now this year, you know, you're running around and, and going for 20 periods or whatever we're going, and I come back and I get to my room and I'm just exhausted. I agree 100%. So I feel like the more workload you have in football, it actually, t- it really does take a toll. Yeah, I haven't been doing so hot either, and I think it's because I've been so, like, this was my like my first year where I'm, like, finally starting to like see the field, yeah, and I stuff think it like makes that. a huge it's just difference. more stuff that adds up on your plate it that you're does. thinking about. It does because you're like, oh, like now I gotta like prepare. Like I didn't watch film no. like last year, like my freshman year, no, like because that wasn't my like. Yeah, they always said you know be ready if there's injuries, but really, let's yeah, face like, it, like, yes, exactly. We we didn't prepare like we prepared now, but now it's like oh, like I gotta take out a bigger role now, and then so it's just, it's just, and then all it's all about balancing. Mm-hmm. Like that people will freak. out out when adversity comes but sometimes you gotta take a deep breath and like okay how like problem solving how am i gonna get over this yeah like there were girls in my nursing class um they a a test went bad for them everyone freaked out and like some people went to go talk to the professor after it's like okay making steps (laughs) like how am i gonna do but some just collapsed yeah you know and like they, they they didn't know what to do because they've never faced adversity before. I think that life. as an athlete too, it helps so much it's because we're used so to much. being in pressure filled situations, and you're used to failing. Yeah, like, like you're used to. Like there was some like going back to the nursing who were like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna take these steps. Like I'm gonna talk to my professor, see what I did wrong with it, yep. see if I could get points back. Okay, smart." And, but there were just some who were just like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Just panic mode and yeah. I got to drop out of school. It's like, what are you going to do as a like, nurse when that happens, you know? Because yeah. not everything's going to be smooth sailing yeah, as a nurse. Yeah, people think like, like, 
life's just gonna get easier like as you get older but like could you imagine having a family like the problems are gonna i couldn't i couldn't be a dad now are you kidding me it's insane it go it goes back like if you're crumbling now yeah like this is where you should learn to face that so when you get to having a family you're not letting your family down or like i mean 100 percent. it goes back to what you said Earlier in the podcast, you cannot change the past. Oh, yeah. So plan ahead for the future and see what you can do. Yeah. It's like kind of like when you mess up on a play. Clap your hands and like, let's go to the next play. What are you going to do? You can't get that yeah, play you back. Yeah, you can't bring it back. You can learn from it, though. Yeah. You know? yeah. So what I... What it's got to help you, too. I mean, being a DB and stuff, you get beat oh, or yeah. something happens. I mean, you got to have a short I get I, I get beat like every day by this man, yeah. you know, but if you... If you <laughs> If you dread on it, like you have a short memory. Yeah, you got to learn. Okay, like how can I get better? And like, exactly. and then when you see those slope steps, where it's like, okay, I did a good job covering him, then you say, okay, you get more confidence too. Yeah, for sure. Um, but one thing for me, a personal story, I do like freshman year, I did good on a test, and I didn't study like like it when you do. It's it's kind of like. I, basically what I want to talk about is like when you get to the when you think you're at the top you're so far from it like when like you have a good game and you think you're like yeah like I'm good now and like I need, I can stop working no. and you're like you no. can never ever yes ever I, I did good on a test didn't study for the next one failed it and that kind of goes like for like football too you think you do good at a oh, game yeah. come back next week do awful yeah, yeah. you know you just never you, you just never know and so like Every day there's going to be adversity and stuff like that. Yeah. It's just about how you bounce back. I just think in general, too, like, I think work ethic is always the king in everything. Mm -hmm. Like, hard work will pay off at the end of the day. Maybe not right away. Maybe it's going to take time. But, like, this summer, too, I've never prepared for a season and worked and invested things as much. Because, like, I I worked internships in the past where I worked 60, 70-hour weeks. And, you know, I got up in the mornings and lifted. But really, how much did I push myself? And like this summer, I worked in a factory and then took time and worked out with my brother every day and one of my friends who's a, a basketball player in college and like just being pushed by them every single day and sticking with it. I know that this year, like I I gave it everything I had and I think it's made the difference. Yeah, it's and just, even like, like outside of too like that training for football, like it just teaches you work. Yeah, uh-huh. like just working, yeah. just having that grind and not stopping and like mm-hmm. if you want something, like go after it. Yeah, it, like, it kind of. Uh... Joe Rogan was talking about in his podcast how he does he does hot yoga and he absolutely like dreads it so yeah. much but he knows that if he does it goes in and he does it well like if he goes in and like does everything that he's asked to do by the instructor and he comes out of it he says that uh, there's just something about coming out of it knowing that he gave it his all yeah rather than quitting on it and I'm not going to lie, like, when things weren't going my way in football, I thought about, like, I'm like, is this really for me, you know? Yeah. Am I not good enough? But, and that goes back to that positive self-talk, but there's just something about giving up that I, you just, just can't. No. That you, like, no matter how hard, there's just something, like, you got to find a way. Yeah. Like, and I'm not saying, like, when you're getting, like, there's some times where you need to walk away from toxic situations. Exactly. But you can't make everything work. But. Exactly. But, like, when you know, like, there was just something in my gut feeling, like, no, you can't. Yeah. And, like, there's a gut feeling. Like, when you know there's a toxic situation, you know when to walk away. Yep. But I feel like there was just something incomplete 
if I walked away from football. Yeah. You know? So that's what I want to talk about for that segment. So next thing, we're we're getting into a touchy subject for both of you guys. Uh, I think I know what's coming. Um, Yeah, so we got Alex, who is a big Dolphins fan. And we got Tyler, who's a big Steeler. Although, Tyler, you're coming <coughs> off a pretty impressive win against the Bengals. Not really impressive. It's the Bengals, but, but, but we'll, a win's we'll a win. Take, we'll take it when yeah. we can get it. So, uh, let's let's just start. Let's just start it off with you, Cooch, first. Yeah. <laughs> what what what's going on, man? You got guys <laughs> wanting to leave. What do you got? Own four now. Own four heading into the bye week. It's gonna be a tussle with the bye week too. I hope they can come out of this thing healthy because we'll probably lose in the bye week too. But, <laughs> In all seriousness, like coming into the year, all the beat writers and all the experts were saying they were going to be the worst team in the league. And me, I'm just too prideful. I'm telling you, I saw all the power ranks and I just said, there's no chance. And in my defense, when I said that, they still had a lot of their players. They still had had Jeremy Tunsil. They had Tannehill. They had, you know, Kiko Alonso. Where's he now? He's in Tennessee. He's the backup there. Tannehill is? Yeah. He might actually get time. He's with the Saints. They traded him. Oh, I love and Kiko. Kenny Stills, I love. And he's, with the, he? he's with the Texans, Texans in the Tunsil trade. Where did they go? Are they getting draft picks? <laughs> they got a ton of draft picks. Okay. And they just traded Minka Fitzpatrick to Bears Steelers okay, so, for a first-rounder. So, so they've got three first-round picks, and they've got $160 million in cap room for next year. So they, I hope, have a plan. It sure wow. seems like it. However, I just feel like this is going to... It's going to take more time because a lot of those pieces, like a cornerstone left tackle, just doesn't grow on a tree. Mm-hmm. And I get you got a first round pick, but what if that doesn't? What if you don't hit on it? Yeah. Then what? Then you gave up a left tackle, and you know you got an asset, but what's it worth? So I don't know. It's tough. This year is really bad. I mean, they're actually the worst team in NFL history. You think just so? based off point differential, I think they've been wow. outscored by 137 points through the first four games. Dude, I didn't know that the worst team in the NFL history. So and they far. haven't. They They've haven't, scored two they touchdowns. They haven't scored in the second. And they half. have yet to score in the second half. In the through second a half, they have not season. scored a point. They've been outscored like eighty something to nothing in the second half. Do the Packers play them? No, they don't. Do the Steelers? Yeah. Oh. And guess what? It is a Monday night oh, prime really? game. So like this, it's bad. I mean, just. Everything and anything when related to the Dolphins has just been a meme. It's mm-hmm. bad. Like everybody shredded them. I but can't I mean, believe I'm wearing the shirt. But at the end of the day, I think in the long run, yeah, they, they should get that number one pick. The The biggest guy I feel sorry for is Josh Rosen because he never got a shot with the Dolphins. He never got a shot with the Cardinals. He never had an offensive line. He's really never had weapons. And I, I think they're going to move know. on. I saw, I saw a compilation of like how Josh Rosen's receivers have not helped him out. They're at not all. making any plays did you see, for him. Did you see yeah. that video of what I'm talking about? Yeah, the about? drops. I mean, there yes, were two, three touchdowns dude. in I there. Mean, and l- let's that be is real. ridiculous. Logan, can you name a Dolphins receiver? No. I mean, can you name a Dolphins? I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't, name, I couldn't name a Dolphin besides Kenyon Drake. He's on the team, right? Yeah. And Rosen, obviously, but... Yeah. I couldn't and name Xavier Howard, but that is a... It's tough. I mean, if you want me to list them off, I can, but the, <laughs> the viewers don't care. At the end of the day, it's not good. Um, it, it, they're, they're taking it on the chin this year. I Seriously, in my heart of hearts, I don't know if they're going to win a game. They Dude. got the Bengals late in the year and the, and the Giants, but yeah. I kind of hope the, they go 0-16. The no, the Giants are looking pretty... The Giants. Daniel yeah, the Jones Giants look much improved. I also... Uh, I heard that the Packers were trying to trade for Kenyon Drake. So he could have been yeah. gone too. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Just it, it's tough to watch. I mean, I'm telling you, they've scored two touchdowns in four games, and I'm just 
sitting there on the edge of my seat and every Sunday I That was the first time you said you turned off a dolphin game. Yeah. Really? I mean, it's bad. Okay. Kind of like shortcut or pause real quick. How do you guys feel about players who like demand a trade? Do you like that? Or I think it like, all depends on the that? situation. And I think you have to put like yourself in the player <laughs> shoes yeah. too. I mean like this is obviously biased because Minka was traded to Pittsburgh, but like if you're Minka, do you blame him for I mean, wanting yeah, out? You're, do you you're want the, you're the t- you're you're a top. Has this young... ever happened before? Like, I've never like seen anything like that. No. Yeah, no. Yeah, I, I think this day and age and the the players of today's generation are just different. This do you agree? Do you agree? When, might have. When, Does it all like, start with Le'Veon? Do well. Do you agree when first take has said stuff like the NBA's had an influence on this, like with players? Who's who's really held out though? I'm just saying like Russell Westbrook getting traded. CBG. I almost feel like the I NFL mean, has had an impact on the NBA. It's it's crazy. Because who started? Like Le'Veon I want to know didn't who get st- traded though. But he held out. Yeah. He held yeah. And there have been players who held out, but they always got paid before training camp. Like, it was like, oh, he's holding out. He'll get his money. Yep. And they always paid him. Like, so it wasn't that big of a story. Yeah. But I feel like Le'Veon was the first one to, like, actually get a start because then Antonio Brown did it. Yep. I think it's hard, like, to put yourself into their shoe. I mean, it's... So, like, Jalen Ramsey's case. Yeah. Do you... Let's uh, let's go with that. Do you think that that... He, do, he doesn't like... He doesn't get along with his defensive coordinator. I think at some point... And he even said this, the relationship and the trust and, I mean, it's when it's broken, broken it's over, you can't dude. Bring that's it back. like, that's like with AB in, in Pittsburgh. Like when that, when that is broken, <clears> I mean, <throat> you can't bring that back. And I remember Stephen A said something like the Cowboys or the Steelers should sign AB. It's like, dude, mm-hmm. do you know like the team chemistry, how shitty it would be? Oh, like after AB left? Oh my They're God. They're saying like, like right now, yeah, yeah, like yeah. he should bring them back. Like, do you know how much of a shit show that would be? Yeah, like, it's just yeah, dude. putting yourself yeah. in those players' positions. Yeah. Like going back to Miami, though, a lot of these guys, like a lot of these guys, are in the prime of their lives, and they're not dummies. Like players say, they don't listen to the outside noise, but I, well, you know, let's be real. They they go on social media, they see the tweets, they they see all the guys the Dolphins are are shipping away, and they can look and tell people till they're blue in the face that they're trying to win. Mm-hmm. They, they're going to go out there and, and put a game plan together, but deep down, the front office has not put them in a position to win. And as a player in their prime, like. You obviously want to be paid, but, but you want to have success, and, what and it's you, not going mean, to happen. What if you have a family? I mean, you gotta you're supporting something bigger than yourself. I know, too. but like you signed that contract, yeah, you agreed to that money. Well, are you talking like a vet or like a rookie, like in Minka's case? I think I'm see, going back to the Jalen Ramsey because I'm I don't know how I feel about the Jalen Ramsey thing with the. I'm not getting along with my defensive coordinator. You know what? I, I don't think the contract. Jags are that bad. Either. Neither do I. I mean, look at what uh, what's his face is Minshew. doing. Yeah. Yes, like, I would I love like, to play for that guy. I feel like they can win as a team. Yeah, in that division with is Leonard open. too. You know what? It's I yeah, think defense that's a ain't bad. Situation. You have a run game. You know yeah. the defense potential. Is Jacksonville's there. whole problem was not finding a quarterback, and they yeah. might. They and might. Even if, yeah, and if Minshew one. doesn't work out at some point, I mean. You still have full. I mean, Foles you have people back. there. Yes, like, it's not. It's not like Bortles yeah. was. But then again, Ramsey's case isn't about winning. It's about the defensive coordinator, and just the relationships. And I don't know, man. I, Tom Coughlin. I don't know. Like obviously, I don't know the details, but he seems like a pretty good coach. You know, he's yeah. like, that defense ain't bad. So, yeah. 
I don't like that was an AFC chip. most should have been a Super Bowl. They really should have. Yeah, they should have won if that. If they game. didn't blow that, but I, I mean that's they were that run that they had, dude, that that's just the modern day Bears. I mean, you have a defense but you don't yeah, have an offense. Don't have a quarterback. People like people can say defense wins championship, but dude, at some point you got to score points you gotta to win get a game. Something, dude. Yeah. I mean, they didn't they didn't have any help. They didn't have they didn't have anything. I mean, Bortles, let's be real. Like, bar, we can make all the barstool jokes we want about Bortles being the goal. Yeah. And sh- Bortles was terrible. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Bortles sucked. Yeah. But, and he's a, he's a, he's a character. Yeah. So people love, I mean. Yep. How he, like, didn't he buzz his head off or something? Like, bought, dude bought a Tesla to, like, stop nicotine or, like, st- like so, like, he w- couldn't drive to the store anymore. Like, he's funny. Yeah. But, uh. So now, after I think we got them, okay. I just want a couple more questions about Miami before yeah. we go to the Steelers, <laughs> because dude, like, so obviously they're gonna get the number one draft pick. Yeah, I let's hope. I hope because yeah, if hope. they don't, this was I mean, not worth it. But I'm telling they you, they don't do a lottery, do they? No, they no, don't. Not like the NBA. Not, yeah, no. so they will get the number one. They pick. should. I I think Cincinnati's a, a bad football team, but I think they can squeak out a win or two. Uh-huh. The Jets. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you though. There's some there's some contenders there's some for bad that. Bad teams, dude. There's some. The Redskins are pretty bad. Okay, but if they're the worst. But at NFL the end of the day, that point differential. Yeah. I think their point differential is worse than all three of the other 0 and four teams or whatever oh, it is. Yeah. Like it, it's it's not even close. Not even close. The Reds, it's a bad The Redskins almost beat the Eagles week one. Yeah. So, I mean, let's be real. The Redskins are beating the. Dolphins. Dude, I thought what the. F- has we'll find hap- out in two weeks. What's yeah. happening with Dwayne Haskins? He's he's off to a rough start. Dude, I thought he was like gonna prove something to his I think like he threw the Giants three picks in the second me. half. And yeah. the Giants, he just out of the Giants defense is brutal. Dude, and like I mean, like that was a team that passed. That would on be you. the perfect game too to come into and yeah. make no, 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 some no. noise. The perfect game's coming up in two weeks. Well, now it's, yeah, yeah now it's... Now is that's what you look forward to. That would have been a butte to stick him in. I'm telling you, it couldn't have been a better situation. Okay, yeah. but so is it tank for Tua? I think so. Cooch is all and the in. Scare, I'm all in. I'm telling you, I'm all in on Tua. And you can tell me this and that about his receivers because he's got four or five guys who are sensational. First round, first round. Potential first-round picks. Like Jerry Judy's ridiculous. Uh-huh. But I'm telling you, there's something about the ball placement. I love the way he carries himself. Yeah. And I think he's so much more of a surefire guy that I would invest in as opposed to, you know, Justin Herbert. And Is that the Oregon? The Oregon, Oregon. quarterback. Yeah. I'm not in. And um, th- this this scares me. There's reports out there that the Dolphins are, quote-unquote, falling in love with Jordan Love at Utah State. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, if the Dolphins draft Jordan Love from Utah State, I think you're going to see me. This is, You're, you're going to see a couple shirts would you, would in you the, leave the Goodwill the bag. I'm telling you, I would, you I, would on, I would be on. I would wait a couple of games like the Daniel Jones thing. You gotta wait and give it time, but yeah. I'm telling you that night there'd be booze. Uh-huh. There, there'd be some booze in a in a plane flying to Las Vegas at the party. <laughs> <laughs> Kudo and I, I talked very about that too, dude. Like competition and stuff like that, dude. Like that matters. Like. You're talking Utah State. I mean, come on. Pl- I mean, you know, Carson Wentz, that's one thing. But to pass up on a national champion. Who's, like who's Carson playing? Wentz almost was the MVP, you know? Yeah. You, know you never know. Who's putting and, up and yeah, unbelievable that, numbers that's a good to draft too. Jordan Love and the potential. I mean, give me a Because break. you do never know. You and don't. some guys are just special. Antonio Brown. Except I mean, when, do you remember when Cleveland in the NBA drafted Anthony Bennett? <laughs> yes. What was joke. that? That was bad. There's some blunders. <laughs> but at joke. the end of the day, I just, 
there hasn't been a lot of Alabama quarterbacks pick, that have panned out, but I think Tua's the guy, and I'm just going to continue to tell myself that until and like let's be else. real, dude. I mean, they're Bama for a reason. They're doing something right yeah. up there. Like they're playing. They have to play Georgia. They have to play LSU. I mean, the competitions there. He had a shitty game in the national championship. He's gonna have a bad game. He's gonna have bad games. I mean, and I'm telling you, he's gonna have bad games and aqua and orange. Yeah, I mean, especially against a... that Clemson defense. Deep... Like there wasn't anyone. Yeah. Whoa. Three or four first round. I think they had three first D-Lines. round D linemen alone. D-Lines. Alone. Like so. everyone freaked out about that so much. Like, dude, you have to. Re- I mean, it's sometimes you just gotta happen. tip your hat. Yeah, exactly. Like, like Devil Sweeney. Exa- that's a huge. That they didn't too. even. They barely prepped for Notre Dame. Like they're. Mm-hmm. Sole focus on that season was Alabama. Yeah. I mean, they were watching clips of him throughout the whole mm-hmm. season. And dude, like you can't, you can't. Uh, and for Alabama's sake, you got a game plan for the Heisman. Yeah, you know, you can't. Oh, yeah. Like, could you, you not can't imagine Tyler Murray? You know, nothing but the utmost respect. And he was making a little bit of a comeback the towards the half, end. Dude, yeah, they outscored him. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, they like, were making they a little were... bit. I mean, it was just it was still out of hand, but yeah. it was making a little bit of a run. Um. So and uh. Another thing, if they get like a ton of draft picks, what I was, dude, I was thinking about this the other day. What about Tua? If they could snag Judy, and how about Jonathan Taylor? Listen, That's they need an offensive line. the big three. They need an offensive line, but they've got 150 million in cap. So you invest on some good <laughs> offensive linemen, free agents, and even draft maybe one in the second round. But you got yourself a, a dangerous trio. Listen, dude. could you? I... <clears throat> I don't have a problem with the fit. Judy's now. going set. But I think this is a little bit too good to be true. I think this not, is like, Judy's got to go like, this is like top Judy's five. the top five pick. So it's, okay, listen, it's I, not going to happen. <laughs> for the viewers I don't at think home. it's going to happen. However, two is realistic. Nice to dream about. You can dream about it. The only issue with the Dolphins, I don't I don't really care who they pick, you know, aside from the number one pick because they've got holes everywhere you look. Yeah. So just give me good talent and guys that out. you're going to hit on. I think it's like a Knicks kind of like, well, we can get KD and then Kyrie and oh then Zion. And then you miss on all three yeah. and it's a little too good to be true. Like, come on. And then they and they were supposed to get the number one with Zion. And they, well, they get four. Third. They got RJ. Third, they, they got, got RJ. Uh, they got RJ, but like, yeah. I'm not a well, fan. Real, RJ to Zion. I mean, come on. Dude, I'm, I'm not an RJ Barrett fan. I'll say that right now. Even, you know I've loved Cam Reddish. I, I think Cam Reddish. There's just something about Cam Reddish that I like too. I wasn't hooked on Cam, but you kind of persuaded me like to give him a chance. Dude, I loved Cam. And once you brought up the point that they cannot, like it was too much. It was too much talent too much on one team. Dude. And I think Cam got was the one who got left out because of oh, it. Oh, 100%. Per- you know? I mean, dude, RJ was, I mean, he, he, he was a ball hog yeah. all the way dude cam reddish was just that kind of like that piece in the back where you're like well we'll get him a <laughs> yeah. couple shots here and there but like cam reddish on any other college basketball yeah. team would have been the number he one could piece. he couldn't get a flow because like you got to get zion as touches and you got to yeah, give exactly. rj like, i mean you cannot he, just he give never, the best player he was never the first option piece to do exactly. which if you put him on any other team he is exactly so, so now transitioning to the steelers tyler Dude, is this Ben? Is Ben done? Dude, I don't you want know. him to be done. Here's how I look at it, dude. If Mason Rudolph balls out this year, I'm not even, even saying if he balls loses. Out. Even if like he does mediocre, but you can see the promise and the potential in him, dude. If I'm Pittsburgh, like I don't know how you do. Just say, all right, see ya, Ben. You're back. Like mm-hmm. let's like. 
Ben's got like two to three and years I, at most. I loved Rudolph out of college. There was something about him. I don't oh, know. I loved swagger. him out of college. I just liked yeah. I liked him at Oklahoma State and they had James Washington and I just felt like it, the Big Ten or the Big Twelve quarterbacks are always kind of a dime a dozen just because mm-hmm. every there's no defense and it's air raid. But there's something about Rudolph I like. Yeah, yeah and I mean in the gritty. Bengals game, too. Yeah. Gritty, and people were giving the Steelers shit like, oh, we'll throw it downfield. I think he had like only a couple passes, like over 15 yards. Uh-huh. But it's like, dude, he did what he needed to yeah. do. He made the plays. I mean, he they scored like, what, 27 or 24? Like they found the end zone. He did what he needed to do. I don't give a shit if he's throwing bombs left and right. If you can like get the ball in the end zone, then go ahead and do it like the – the run game wasn't insane. Like, he only had, like, four incompletions. Yeah. So it's like... Oh, really? He, yeah, he, played he had really a hell well. of a game, dude. And, like, with going back to, like, the Le'Veon <laughs> thing, it was, like, next guy up. Like, James Conner. James Conner, yeah, exactly. Stud. And then James Denver's Conner got there. hurt week, like, 15 through 17. Jalen Samuels, a rookie, yeah. he had 100 rushing yards against the Saints and the Patriots. So was the problem the defense... Oh, yeah, dude. Uh-huh. You bad. guys don't have Morgan Burnett, right? You no, got rid of him. that did not pan out at all. <laughs> yeah. he, was, he was terrible. Yeah. Dude, our defense, I don't even know if it's the defense. I just think it's the decor. I think it's the scheme. I don't think we're they run the right shit. Bro, you have nine first-rounders, like, starting on your defense. Do you really? They have nine first-round picks Talent's starting there. on their defense. The talent is there. Now you got Mika, too. Minka, TJ Watt, Bud Dupree. I mean, you have... Bud Dupree had a nice strip sack. Or... Yeah, he did. Joe yes, Hayden, Artie that. Burns. I mean, dude. Oh, Terrell, man, Ed, dude. Terrell Edmonds. Who's that? Who's the safety who has a really nice story? Uh, I think he's... I was watching him. Do you know his name? What do you want to say, Coop? Terrell Edmonds. Is that who that, it is? That's who I thought it was. Who is he's like, he's a, <laughs> I don't know, but he he's a solid player, too, I like. He's... Yeah, I mean... They just throw them into the fire so fast, uh-huh. dude, because, like, the pieces that they draft, they need, like, right away. Who is your D coordinator right now, though? Uh, Kevin, no, Keith Butler. That's who it is. And so you think sure. problems. Yeah. And here's the thing. I, You know, to put you on the spot a little bit, I've heard you and Brian, you know, say some things about Tomlin. I think Tomlin is a sensational coach, personally. I think Tomlin kept that whole Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown thing I about as quiet. I thought he did a great job. I will say that I was quick to bash Tomlin. Let's put that I like Tomlin. After with just how the season's been going. So one last thing I want to say is Tomlin is a great – he just seems like a great human being off the, off the field. Because how can you – how can you like hide things like Antonio Brown and the – like what, what the fuck his name is? <laughs> how can how can you like keep that under wraps for so long and be that good of a team for I think, for that long, dude, ladies like, and gentlemen? Just last let's year, last year, bro, like you saw some of the stuff that AB did. Like, do you do you guys remember when he recorded Mike Tomlin on Facebook? Yeah, live, the Instagram and, live, and people Facebook were live. like, "Oh my god, that's the worst thing I've ever seen." How could Tomlin do that? How could? Tom... But now you fast forward a year. You see some of the shit that AB's doing, and and you're like, holy shit, that's nothing compared to what he's doing now. So Mm -hmm. it's like, wow, maybe he did do a pretty good job. I mean, he shut him up for his whole time in Pittsburgh with a couple couple, minor things. A couple minor minor. things here and there compared to what he's doing now. So it's like, I definitely gained some respect for him. I mean, that's a Super Bowl winning coach. He's he's a Super Bowl winning coach, dude. Like, the only thing that kind of just pisses me off with him 
was that like when you're a head coach, like you're usually an O or a D coordinator before. Like you you make your name somewhere else mm-hmm. before it's just straight head coach. He was the D coordinator for like the Vikings before mm-hmm. the Steelers. So he's a defensive minded head coach. And every year the defense is the problem. Hmm. Every single is he a year. D coordinator? No. no. I mean, he doesn't have a say in it. So yeah. it's just like every yeah. year the defense is the problem. And it's and like. And you would think that it would be a trust. And you would think, especially with the Steelers' well, name, dude, the Steel Curtain, the, the powerhouse Troy Palmolo, all the defensive history. It's like. Yeah, but he gets the players. But it's the scheme that sucks. Because, yeah. like, you got, yeah. yeah, but does he get the defensive players? I don't don't know. get We've me wrong. About this team, the first rounders, this, but still, this team you know? can draft the hell out of offensive players. I've never have had a doubt in my mind about the offensive production. Even when Le'Veon and AB left, dude, obviously I was pissed about it because they're insane players. But like, it's like just the next man up mentality. Like they have a rookie from Toledo, like Deontay Johnson, who had like who had like a a, a no name. A 37-yard touchdown the last game. Yeah. And then against Seattle, had a bomb touchdown. And they like, hit on receivers better than just about any team. I mean, I they're like yeah. people freaked out about it, but it's like, dude, you mean to tell me like Pittsburgh hasn't done the right thing as far as receivers? Mm-hmm. Like they let they let uh Santonio Holmes, Holmes go like two years after he Emmanuel caught that crazy Sanders. touchdown. Emmanuel Sanders, Mike Antonio Wallace, Brown, Mike, Mike Wallace, Wallace, Juju Smith-Schuster. Who was the drug, the drug guy? He played for the Raiders. Why am I drawing a blank to this? Was it Hayward Martavis Bay? Bryant? Oh, no, yeah, Martavis, Martavis yeah. Bryant. They let him go. Wow. So like, dude. you don't think they've done the right? Like, I trust the offensive side. Bro, of Antonio Holmes, Mike Wallace, Antonio Brown, Martavis Bryant, Martavis Bryant, uh, Emmanuel Sanders. Sanders. They draft the fuck like, out oh of my gosh, dude. dude. They know what they're doing on the offensive side of the ball. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's the defense, dude. Do you see that? Uh, Savage is top five rookie. Yeah, so Devin far. Bush at ten. Devin Bush is at ten. Yeah, T.J. Hawkinson. Savage has been. Too. He's surprised me a lot. Because I remember when they traded back into the first round and took him, and I'm telling you, I just, laughed. I was, I was questioning. I was laughing. I laughed when they took Savage. Everyone in our room was dying laughing, yeah. but we couldn't have been more wrong. I mean, they saw something in him, and they've clearly used him well. I remember this Packers defense has played well aside from last game. I remember though. Elmer not liking the Gary pick, but he's been he's been pretty solid so far. <laughs> He hasn't been. He hasn't obviously had the same impact as Savage has, but but what they've done to that defense, and again, oh everybody was in panic him, mode with the Eagles. Mm-hmm. But it was a short week, and the Eagles. You were had about one as running back too. As a team as a, the Eagles were desperate. That that's a Super Bowl caliber team that was potentially going to lose three straight. They were going to win that game at all costs. Yeah, dude, and you had one running back. That's got to do something to the offense. You it had does. one running back. Yeah, the whole entire game. Yeah, I mean, I told you the night that. That I was looking at the game lines and shit. I liked the Eagles. Yeah. I mean, like you knew like, it. Like you yeah. said, dude, that was a must-win game. Especially you with, said like, that. Especially with the Cowboys in your division, dude. You can't fall. I thought the Packers you were fall the win. one. You three. can't fall two like three games behind these teams in your division this early in the year. I mean, then again, is basically what happened to us. That game should have gone into overtime if you don't throw it on the yeah two yard line. Yeah. yeah. Like, do you not learn from Seattle? But yeah. I don't know. It's 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 the next game. But uh yeah, it's funny how that you're not a Packers fan. Yeah. It's crazy because I like all the Wisconsin teams aside from the Packers, and you'd think it that would never be the case because 
let's face it, the Packers have been the most successful in our lifetimes. Uh-huh. They've, yeah. they've easily been the most successful. Like I like the Bucks, and aside from past couple of years, they haven't really been successful. Well, like the, the Brewers, Brewers haven't won anything. The, Bucks the Brewers have had anything. some fun years, but haven't been. I don't know, dude, but the Bucks, the Bucks, the Bucks might. I'm looking forward to the season. I can't wait. Yeah, but I don't even want to talk about that yet. But it's not basketball. That's just crazy. Yet. How like. I wanna... You don't have any problems with the Wisconsin teams. Yeah, and I don't hate the Packers, but Not I just for some Brewers, odd reason. Packers, uh, Bucks, Badger basketball, Badger bad. The only one that really kind of lacks is Badger basketball. Yeah, in years <laughs> past, I got a mixed at the heartstrings of Tyler with, Elmer with the Illinois teams. Yeah. Yeah. What do you I mean? Yeah, I mean, get out of there, find a new team. Well, but... dude, I just remember like growing up, like it was always like. they're so diehard and like i remember i had this buddy like in middle school dude it was i every single monday it would the steelers won the bears lost i would give him shit the bears won the steelers lost. he would give me shit and it was it would piss me off so much ever since then dude i just couldn't stand him i just thought room with i just thought two big bears oh my god i just thought bears fans fans here it's crazy yeah uh, I want to get your guys' perspectives on like the Packers from cause since you guys aren't biased you, at yeah. all. So how do you think like the tide is finally changing that? I picked them to win the division. Did you? Oh, 100%. how much money did you put on it? Well, it was just a roommate pool oh, thing. Okay. I think yeah. you were in. Oh, it, I'm in so on it. I don't. We like just my we just put uh teams that we thought would win the division in each division, uh-huh. and I put the Packers 100. percent Dude, I think it's just. It's hard to one obviously go against their offense as long as Aaron Rodgers is going to be back there. Uh-huh. Like, I mean, yeah, you, that's but, like just the Tom Brady effect, dude. Like, how could you go against Tom Brady? Yeah, you yeah. can't. Can. So how are you going to go against Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, and now that you have, thing, it's definitely not going to be the Vikings. No, no, no. God, and I no. and that believe it or not was my pick to win the division. So no, just feel free to shred me now. And this will be made <laughs> public, and it's great. But, Lions, yeah, Lions are kind of. I'm scared of the Lions a little Stop. bit. But I hope Nick Brigham is hearing this. The Lions are ass. People are, <laughs> people are freaking out about this team way too early and stop. Just give it a just little time. Of, just because they they're three and lost it. They're three and one. They're and not going to be above five hundred. They should be two and two. You think so? Just give it time. They should be. Me. They should have one hundred percent lost the game to the Cardinals. That was an yeah. absolute meltdown of a game. Like, are you kidding me, dude? And. Uh, the Bears, I don't have trust in Trubisky to take. I, don't, I mean, it just, I just shows, man. You go up against a good defense, your defense can only do so much. Yeah, the Bears' defense is incredible. It's yeah. it's fun to watch. Yeah. But I just I don't think, and a lot of people give Trubisky crap, and rightfully so, but I really, truly don't think they have that many weapons. I, mean, I don't call me crazy, but Allen I like Chicago fans yeah. freak out about like Taylor Gabriel and stuff, but like Anthony Miller. But give me really, a break; they got to get another weapon. Is that really your play? And Allen Robinson, I think, is a great number two, but yes. he's not an alpha receiver yes. in the NFL. He's yeah. not. And David Montgomery's good, and he makes people miss, and that's young, great. And Tariq Cohen's gonna... good, and he makes people miss, and that's great. But they need more weapons. I mean, you think got rid of Jordan Howard? They don't have enough talent. And then they were like, they thought that Ty Montgomery or uh, what's his name from. Uh, the rookie running back, what's his name? David Montgomery. David Montgomery. That uh, they were so high on him. You know, this guy was the second Dude, coming of Jesus. From Christ. Iowa, was he from Iowa State or something yeah, like? Yeah, he was from Iowa they State. They were so high on him. He's good. Dude, it's an early. It's still early. <laughs> I know. I mean, I'll give him credit where it's due. The defense is is unreal. Yeah, and it's fun as shit to watch. Uh, I like Eddie Jackson. All yeah. yeah. I mean, all of the offense and Trubisky talk. We can just that to the side let's be real 
it's not it's not happening it's just not we can make all the jokes about throwing it to the left side of the field but this guy can barely throw it to the right i mean dude just stop yeah i mean sean like what sean said like how he would like he would like get scared and i give him props for being yes exactly like listen he's not lying to himself there's a lot of bears fans out there that will tell you otherwise but there's no way deep down you can watch that with your eyes every week and and believe that he's going to take you to the promised land there was a twitter video and it was like a throw that trubisky made and they were like oh if this was mahomes it'd be all over twitter instagram i was was like it was stafford it was was, stafford no but there was was another one last year that they were like oh and i was like I was just thinking, yeah, because that's a once in a lifetime yeah. thing for Trubisky. Mahomes does this shit every yeah. week, mm-hmm. so it's like obviously they're gonna praise yeah. Mahomes and Mahomes. Like, and, and there's levels to this. Mahomes yeah. is just fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, like Mar- Mahomes just makes it special, just the way he carries himself and the way he like. Yeah, like, did you see when he was running and he looked at the ref to make sure that there was no flag? Yeah, to make sure that he run like, like who. Who thinks of that as, as a, a second level. year and as a starter? Hindsight's twenty twenty, but I think it's funny that the Bears traded up to take mm, Trubisky yeah. with Deshaun Watson, which I love Deshaun Watson. I think he's a winner. Yeah. I mean, he won a national championship yeah. and dethroned Alabama. Uh-huh. This guy's a winner. You can't complain about Deshaun Watson. No, you can't. And he's got a terrible offensive line in front of him in, in Houston, but you've got him and Mahomes yeah. that they passed. Like up I'd be on. like, I'd and be like, obviously you're gonna be mad that you pass up on Mahomes, but I would be happy with. I would Deshaun be great Watson. with. Yeah. I think they'd be a much better oh, team with Deshaun Watson. Yeah. 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 And like the passing up on Mahomes, I mean that one maybe is a little less, like 14 like, teams passed. Nobody would have thought. But yeah. like yeah. Deshaun Watson, dude, I loved him. Like you said, yeah. straight out of college, this I guy's mean, a winner. Yeah, the dude wins. Like I like we said earlier, he was like, kind of doubted on too. Like Lamar Jackson, yes. like I love Lamar like, Jackson. Competition yeah. matters, dude. This dude's from like he's doing something right. Uh-huh. Like, Remember when they wanted to move Lamar Jackson to receiver? Yeah, that's crazy. And now look at the dude. See, it's just it's one of those things that I think we've all had it before, but it's just coaches adapting to the talent level yes. and, and adapting to their players. We can't. We can't do the same thing with you know X quarterback that you can do with this quarterback. You can't do what you're going to do with Ben Roethlisberger, same as Lamar Jackson. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. You know, like, it, but putting Lamar Jackson using his strengths to his advantage, this guy is unbelievably difficult to defend. Yeah. It's so hard. Yeah, it's do, so hard. To do you defend think? Him. Do you think the NFL game's kind of switching over to the college game? I think more and more. Yeah, uh-huh. I like think it, it is another way. It's yeah. leaving like the traditional pocket passer quarterback like the Tom Brady's and the Peyton yeah, Manning's. I think they're always going to be prevalent. Court. I mean, if you're a pocket passer, I think there's always going to be a spot for you. But do I, you? I think I do. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. 100%. I do. I agree, too. But at the end of the day, I think more, I mean, more and more the prototypes shifting to guys. Look, who, to look who's getting drafted. That's yeah. a good tool. To like, all threats. these running quarterbacks, are, yeah, are getting drafted high up. Um, okay, last segment, because we are really up there. Um, in time, we're like reaching an hour. It does not feel like an hour. No, it's flying. But I look at the clock. Um, I forgot how fast. So, just to wrap things up, plans after college. Just talk about your major. Um, what what are your plans? Yeah, for me, uh, I'm a business administration, sports and rec administration major. Um, I've got to make a difficult decision coming up moving forward if I want to go to grad school or not. If I did, I'd obviously maybe potentially be a GA somewhere I'd prefer for somebody to pay for it. Would you go, I mean, um, would you consider here? I would. Uh-huh. I would. And more so as a GA, not as a coach, but in the athletic department in some way, shape or form. Yeah. 
but pretty much since freshman year, I, like I said earlier, like I made networking a priority and I've jumped on phone calls and got to know people from, you know, the East coast, West coast. I bet your job here helps a lot too. And the job here helps. Yeah. Um, you know, I work in the athletic department and have kind of a leader role in the athletic department for students and. I work with the Bucks, and there's a lot mm-hmm. of things I've tried to do. Yeah, it's going to look so good on a resume. So here. I think with the resume, I think it helps. Um, and it's something in the sports industry exactly where, whether it's sales, marketing, um, like in operations. And I think working in football operations would be unbelievable, yeah. just being close to like a professional bro, product. Like there's so many people who like have their whole lives planned out after college. I'm like, dude. And like- I don't. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, calm down. Like, I'm, I'm going to be making this much money out of college and be doing this. I'm like, I don't even know what I'm There's wearing There's so many, tomorrow. like, opportunities that will just arise. You don't like, know. You don't know what's going to That's two years And I'll tell you what, now. like, as a freshman, I was dead set on I want to work in pro sports. And as yeah. I've gone on, I'm interested in more of the college game. And yeah. A lot of it, like... You just learn more. You just learn more. And yeah. with the sports industry, I love it, and it's fulfilling, and it's awesome, but... You know, there's people that move six times in two years, and you know how do you settle down and how do you have a family and, and yeah. stuff like I'm I'm a really really close I'm really close with my family mm-hmm. and I just think packing up everything and that carries over and, and how you live Florida your life or moving to Texas and stuff yeah I think that'd be difficult mm-hmm. now I I maybe would be willing to do it at a young and take age. some risks too and at a young age yeah. just see what happens uh-huh. but yeah like you said I I don't have everything planned out yeah, I think I put myself in a good position and we'll see what, what I think happens. both of you aren't gonna have i think both of you are gonna find a job easily out of college with both especially with your majors too and i your personality both of you i think you guys are totally like have your lives on the right track with what you guys are going to do after college and you should look in the mirror too man because you're (laughs) you're right i mean i'm not i mean a male nurse i mean I'm not, I'm not too worried about it, but there are some majors where I'm like, oh, nice, that's your major. Yeah. Good luck. Or it's just like, <laughs> yeah. how much can you really do with that major? Yeah, exactly. Like for me, like, because I'm a criminal yeah, justice, so it's like, I'm still learning new shit. Like, yeah. I take, like, this one night class that, like, Sean and I are in, our teacher, like, pulled up this graph of, like, every single piece, like, in, like, the Milwaukee Police Department, and you're just like, there's so much shit, like... I tell myself now I kind of have an idea. I kind of want to lean more towards like detective FBI stuff. Yeah, I know people, it sounds cliche as yeah, well, hell. People just think, oh, you're going to criminal justice. Oh, cop. Yeah. Like, you know, there's so much more there, out there's there. There's so much to it, It's dude. just people being ignorant and, and not realizing. And to get to that level, you would have to do sometime as like a police officer, yeah. like three, four years. Uh-huh. But like you move up in the ranks. So my dad's a cop and he's been one for like 20 plus years. Uh-huh. And he had the opportunity to be moved up like a lot higher in his ranking. And we would have had to move to, I think like they said like Washington or something. But right when like that time came, my sister was being born. So he didn't, he declined in. He just decided to stay where he was at. But it's like, there's just so much shit that could happen. Like you never know. And there's so many different directions I could take it. I'm planning to do like an internship at a department this year, which I'm sure will help help a shit ton. Well, that's why I was telling you because that would decide if I like stayed here this summer or went home. Damn, Um, dude, that'd be pretty. There's there's just something about learning about it in the classroom and then but actually actually doing doing it. it. Actually going out and doing it. It is. And I think that's the sports industry too. Like a lot of people, you know, what we learn in the classroom is not anything, you know, groundbreaking, but it's the actual experience Mm -hmm. and being around those people and being in the office and working games and events. That's where you're going to learn and grow. I agree. To wrap wrap this up, I'm just going to tell a story. Like there, there, 
are people in our my nursing classes who are just super smart, textbook smart. But when they came to the clinical last year, no people skills, no people yeah. skills at all, because they're just so focused and they never got that like interaction how to talk to people. Yeah, I'm just like relax, like take some like chill out, like yeah. oh my gosh, that's the biggest thing. Obviously, I I take a lot of pride in grades, and all of us do, but. You know, having a 4.0 is not life or death. Being able to, you know, speak yes. to people and build relationships. Creating relationships. That, that's what it's going to come down and, to. Yeah. And who you know, too. Exactly. Yeah. And if you don't know anyone, oh, good luck. If you just know yeah. your textbook because all you care yep. about your whole life then, was getting a 4.0, then, then what's, yeah, what's it going to do? Yeah, and there are people who are so mean and, and they'll ask, uh, oh, so what do you want to do after? Oh, I want to work with children. What? Yeah. Like, you don't even know how to talk to people, and you're grumpy all the time. Good <laughs> luck. And it, yeah. And it's, like, too, like, when people will graduate, and they'll be, oh, like, they can't talk to people or anything. They'll, oh, well, I had a 4.0, and yeah. this and this. Well, like, it's cool. cringy The degree is the same. Yes, exactly. the same thing. Exactly. So, like, it, I, it obviously depends at some places, but, like, yeah. if you can't, like, talk to people, dude, or, like, exactly. I mean, that's just. I agree, 100%. Yeah. All right, it's been an hour and five minutes, guys. Does not seem like that at all. That went by quick. Yeah, that I mean, was I a really again. Yeah, dude, that was one of my favorite podcasts. That was a lot of fun. All right, thanks for coming on, guys. Appreciate it. Peace. I fell in love. Same time that you're falling apart. I should.